Welcome to the grudge. I am Dan Nichols. And I am joined by Brian Sanchez, who is going to be weeping by the end of this episode. Most likely. And Tim Wesley, who brought this episode into mind. And Tim, is it my birthday? <laughs> no, it's not, Dan. Okay. You might think it is, though, it because be. you are very, very excited for this one. Yes. So... I'm going to get to talk some trash on some Mustangs. Before we get into that, though, I do want to talk about kind of what led me to this. And that is the, something we've been talking about for a long time that I still think is going to happen. And that is going to be the four-door Mustang. Um, we're talking about a sedan, not the other potential happening uh, that is going to be the SUV on the Mustang platform. The Mach 1. Um, Shut up, Dan. So I mean, I've seen I've seen uh, spy shots of the SUV <clears throat> on the Mustang platform recently. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. look like a Mustang. It's an SUV. <laughs> yeah. So I do believe that's going to happen. But I found something, just like a list of cars, like Mustangs that never were, on yep. a, on a website, and uh, I sent it to the guys, and I was like, "This might be a good idea." But what I do really want to talk about is something that we didn't talk about in our last episode, being SEMA, mm. and that is the uh, Mustang Lithium concept. It's a nice Segu. Um, it is a uh, a nine hundred horsepower, thousand feet of torque, manual electric Mustang. How that works, I don't know. Much like any other manual would be, but the thing is, is like, I'm wondering if it's still clutch assisted because you don't necessarily need it to be. Correct. Because Probably not. Because an electric motor, when it's not moving, it's not moving. So you don't have to release the clutch to allow the engine to keep spinning. And shifting gears isn't going to matter either because, again, you lift your foot off, the motor's not spinning so you put into the next gear and pedal down, and it's okay because that you're starting from a dig from being completely stopped to moving again because it's an electric motor. You put your foot down, all the power immediately. Yeah? Yeah, I, I wonder if this is something that would, like, cycle through... Like some kind of like power limiting situation. Some something some like we talked about like like an artificial power band kind of thing. Well, I remember what it was that we were talking about yeah, with the, uh, the E ten truck. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that last week. Yeah. Um and talk about potentially doing something like that. Right. Um maybe. Maybe there's something like that in there. Clutch assisted, probably not. Flappy paddles. So one, maybe one thing, like one thing I'd I would I'd kind of piggyback on that is the uh, electric drift Camaro that Napoleon Motorsports brought to FT this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd that do, by the way? They ended up stopping running it. Yeah. It ended up with like a... It was nearly not competitive, in all honesty. Um, well, you were talking about it. I don't think it was on an episode. Like, there's clutch kicks So that's what all was, the time. That's what I was going to bring up, is that they have to develop something that is going to simulate that. Because like a clutch kick and often, a lot of times, is going to be used to break the wheels loose. And so, which you can definitely do if you cut power and immediately put power back on. And so they they're just gonna they're gonna run it next year. But that was a SEMA two actually. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's it, very it's, interesting. But it, it's nine hundred horsepower. I like that. That I even like that. A thousand down on torque. I like that too. 
and it's got a fun name and they gave it a fun livery that was like circuitry so that's that was pretty fun but uh yeah dude it's it's crazy nerds what we're not gonna be talking about though is a lot of stuff we like yes actually though i would like to jump off from a point of i actually like this to start off, I saw this, God, I don't even remember where I saw this at first, but I knew of it. So in 1999, Ford even debuted, like they built this car um, on the what would be the new Mustang platform uh, because they were still running, you know, the cat eyes at the time. Um, so it's called the F. R five hundred. Um, first off, let's talk about the engine because that's my favorite. Um, it had the uh, four six that was in the Mustangs of the time, but they juiced it up to a four hundred and fifteen horsepower limit, which is pretty good. Um, however, never offered to the public. It's going gonna, gonna to kind of become a trend. It is going to become a trend. And sometimes it's not a bad thing. Okay. All right. So in 04, the Mustang GTR was debuted. Um, it was a quote-unquote retro futuristic generation of Mustang. What's funny is, is there seems to be a trend. Tim, what does that look like? 2006 Mustang? 2016 Mustang, maybe? No. Like the, the headlights. In A little. You know? It still, it's, it still, to me, looks like it is more of that kind of retro. Right. It's very obviously got the body of the, um, the 04, 06 Mustangs. Mm-hmm. But the front end looks like where the Mustang would eventually go. Where it's at right now. Where, where it's at right now, yeah. I'd say headlights specific. Yeah, the headlights and grill in particular is what I'm talking about. So, all right. As, as Dan laments over, no, just, over a Mustang he could not have. Because, again, not no, released. So just, Nope. Look, all I want to do is I, I just I want something to make it make me fizz. Something that makes me happy. That's all it is. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't think any of these Mustangs were really going to do that for you, right? Like, that's... The FR500 did. That, but that's, like, the only one on this list, right? That you that you think should have come to, to be. Um, not really. Yeah. There's another one. So... I have a confession to make. I was reading this incorrectly. Uh, the 04 Mustang GTR was actually the yellow one there that I was talking about. And that's and again, the one. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we've, we've said this. We're going to post this, this article in the group on Facebook, on our page right. on Facebook, so you guys can look like search through these. Kind of thumbs up. Because we're basically, like this episode, we're going to be referencing this article, this list, 
pretty much um, exclusively. Pretty, yeah, pretty much ex- exclusively. Um, so this has like a little write up on all these, and we're not gonna go over the whole list. There are like twenty something on this list. This is way too much uh, to cover in the time that we have. Um, but yeah, just kind of follow along there. And so make sure to go to our Facebook, uh, our Facebook group, FTG Gremlins. Um, Facebook, Tinder, Brian's on there. Um, really, just anything. It's okay. You're, you're she doesn't listen to this podcast. Listen. I'm safe. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you listen to the last episode, in, in conjunction with what Dan just said, Brian's Tinder profile says Hail Satan to begin with. Oh, yes, apparently. it does. Yes. Apparently. Jesus yes. Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Calm both of you off guard. Okay, so the 99 Mustang FR500 is actually the one that's above that. It's a silver Mustang that the grill has been kind of blocked off with uh, the hood for better aerodynamics reminds and me, everything. Reminds me of Corsica. A bit. A bit. Um, honestly, to me, what it looks like is that Ford was trying to make a funny car for the road. Um, it's longer sure. wheelbase. It is wider as well, made for better cornering speeds. Just in case you needed to hit that crowd of people a little bit faster. Or that barrier. Or the barrier. Mustang drivers. Yeah. Hey, I never hit anything in the Mustang. I believe Well, that. yeah, you'd have to be moving more than 15 miles an hour. I got plenty of speeding tickets in that Mustang. <laughs> For going under the speed limit. No. Absolutely not. Um, for those that don't know, um, my very first car was a 1998 uh, V6 Mustang. Um, it was not anything to behold, um, obviously, with being a V6 Mustang. But I absolutely love that car. Um, I make no, uh, no claims apologies. to be like, well, yeah, no, no apologies. But I, also, I don't make any claims of being like the world's biggest Mustang fan and like I know everything about them. Uh, but I do just I don't know I why you them. lie to the people, um, Brian. I don't make that claim. I, there, mm. are, there, are other, there are other people that are way Tim, more into the Mustang Tim, lifestyle than I am. Tim, back um, me up here. But I absolutely love the Mustang. It is. It you is. Loved, I mean, it's very his dear. Mustang. Uh, no, I love a lot. There's a lot of Mustangs, but I'm I'm not the kind of Mustang fanboy that will fight tooth and nail for the night like the 1998, the 2000, um, you know, like the Fox Body Mustangs, like being like super awesome things. Like I I understand what they were for for a large chunk of time there. Thou um, doth I can admit, protest too much, Brian. I'm just saying. I see what Dan's saying, saying like, too. Right now, Dan is like, "You are defending yourself a whole lot." No, no, right no, no, now. I'm, really I'm, hard. I'm, I'm letting the people know that I am the resident Mustang fan here, but I'm not one of those like Brian super diehard Mustang fans. Brian, I, I understand. That. that listens great. The wink listened really, really <laughs> yeah. well. Mm. So, all right. So now that I've gotten the three that I like out of the way, now comes my favorite part. 1964 Mustang sedan. That's right. The four-door Mustang is not just something that Ford is thinking about now, but thinking about back in 1960, no less a year after they came out with it. So, to me, that's like, that's, was there a market then? So, here's the thing. There was a market. Ford realized that making a four-door Mustang would eat into Falcon cells. The thing is, is that the first Mustang was a 
rebodied Falcon. And the Falcon already had a four-door variant, so why make a Mustang four-door? The only reason why they didn't make it was because it would cannibalize their own sales. Sure. So here's the thing. I'm a Camaro guy, but I will admit that the pony car race started with the Mustang. True. There's not anything to admit it's a fact. Okay. <laughs> was a, wait a minute. It's like, no, admit no, it all you want. It's, like, it's, it's, it's Dan, though. That's sometimes, why they're called pony cars. Look, Dan, though, sometimes we don't talk about it, okay? Sure. But I'll admit it. They almost lost the race before the first Camaro was even made with making a four-door Mustang. How much about different? It. How much different would the world be if that happened? It's a very good question. Right? I mean, like we would. I, I don't. I don't know how successful it would have been. Um, I don't know. You know, there's there's a million what ifs. I feel like it probably wouldn't have sold that well. To be completely honest with you, and it probably would have only lasted for a couple of years. Mm. And honestly. There's a part of me that thinks that maybe they should have done it because they could have done it for like two years, saw that it didn't really sell, didn't make any sense, and got it out of their system, and we would have never had to talk about it again. Mm. I would like to think that that's how it would have gone. Hey, that Tim. like after a couple of years, they would have realized that it was either A, eating into Falcon sales, or B, nobody wanted it because if you bought a Mustang, you were buying a two-door Mustang, and if yeah. you wanted a four-door, you were going to buy a Falcon. Mm. And so they just... Would have just gotten it out of their system. Hey, Brian. And we wouldn't have had to hear about it. Hey, I would hope that that's how it goes. Brian, do you remember the talks about the four-door Camaro? Because they never happen. Because the guys at GM understand that that's not how it works. Because they lack vision. <laughs> Call it what you will. They never actually did it. They're probably actually well, going to do it now. Yeah, that's... No, I, I honestly don't think that they will. I yep. think they will. I don't think they will. If the SUV, which again, I have seen, if that has any Mustang badges on it, a sedan Mustang will happen. I don't, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to happen. Because, because Ford look, made we, a we've very got pictures clear. of all of these Mustangs through the years that never actually came, but they've, they're obviously built them because we've got Prototype, pictures of sure. them. Like there's prototypes, concepts. there's concepts and prototypes and by, and, and I'm sure that they will build some of those, but actually hit showroom floors, I don't think it's going to happen. And you know what? When it does, you can cite episode 88 being recorded today on uh, November 8th of 2019 is the day that I was wrong. <laughs> Go for it. I look forward to that day, Tim. I, had I not seen the SUV, like I, I would be in full agreement with you. Mm. But at the same time, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to... I don't want to don't don't blow your load all at the beginning, all right? Gross. <laughs> Only way I know how. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Brian. Sorry, that was inappropriate. Did didn't even catch it. That was inappropriate. No, I didn't. So let's let that lie. Next in 1964, Ford had another brilliant idea. The two-seater Mustang. So, look, I think that a two-seater sports car, pony car, whatever, is a fantastic idea. And honestly, 
the chick Mustang, the 1964 or 1965 Mustang in the Fastback is possibly one of the best looking cars to have ever been made. I can admit that, okay? In my personal humble opinion, it was a very attractive car. I am not entirely sure, but at number three, I do not understand how Ford took a really good-looking car, made it smaller and more sporty, and made it look like vomit on wheels. I don't, I don't, the proportions are all off. The Tim brought it up in pre-production, like that back window is just wrong in some way, and I can't really put my finger on it, but it's wrong. The C-pillar is just weird. The wheels are somehow just too close together. The front end is the same, and yet with everything else that's attached to it, it makes it look terrible. I don't get it. It's not okay. It's not right. I'll, I'll definitely agree with you that I, it, it looks awkward. I don't think it looks as awkward as you're claiming it's – to me, it doesn't look as awkward as what you're saying. It looks like if I was to see this on the, on the street, I would say, hey, there's a Mustang. And then at a second glance, I'd say something is off about that Mustang. I don't think it's as drastic and, and as offensive to my eyes – uh, as you are making it out to be, but I completely agree with you. It looks like a that, kit car. Yes, it looks it looks like a kit car. It looks like something that someone made and forgot to put in some bits here and there, or like just some of the proportions are just a little bit off, and it is very awkward. I'm just thinking like the reason I compare it to a kit car is literally because every kit car I've seen that was made to look like another right. car, it's yeah. usually using a smaller body. Um, mm-hmm. Countach, you're using a Fiero, right? Um, yeah. Tons of shit. You're using a, a VW Bug, and that's, so it always exactly looks it. it looks like a, a kit car where it's scaled, yeah, it, a, like quarter down. What would be something from that year? It, it's like a I don't know. It, I don't it, know. It, it, it looks like a Miata that somebody tried to make look like a Mustang. It's like fucked up in so many ways. <laughs> but am I wrong? Can someone can someone out there in the world do that though? I'd, I'd, no, please I'd love don't. To see like it. a Miata Mustang. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Fuck it. At this point, man. No, yeah. Why not? Ford's gonna make a four door. Might as well. It's not um, happening. I actually missed one that I like. Do it. So can I go back? Do yeah, it. Yeah. Run real see? quick. 1967 Shelby GT500 Super Snake. So. In 1967, Ford is coming down off of their Le Mans High. The GT40 has won three years in a row by this point, two years in a row by this point, whatever. They're doing great in racing. So they decide that they're going to make the Super Snake. It is the, they said a rolling laboratory to showcase the possibility. And look, it's not a laboratory. It had... The engine from the GT40 race car, which is pretty cool. Special transmission, obviously, because the Ford top, of top loader would shit itself the moment that it was bolted up. 
suspension and uh, they had Goodyear's new Thunderbolt tires, um, which were probably something that they took off of a wheelbarrow. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that there was there was that, and I honestly believe it to be pretty uh, pretty good. I, I I really like that as well as the same year they almost came out with um, a Shelby GT500 that was a notchback, which is kind of cool. Um, I, I like the notchbacks. I know everybody's about fastbacks, but I'm a, I like the notchback look. I'm a fan. Hmm. Uh, so. Vintage, like the older Mustangs. I do like notchbacks too. Yeah, they have they have their place. Um, fastback for life, but. They, yeah, the notchback yeah, yeah, yeah. does have a place. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get back to it. The year is 1976. And Ford goes, you know, that Mustang too is just doing really awesomely bad. So how can we make it better? And they all sat for a second and thought, hmm, what can we do to increase sales on the Mustang 2? Oh, let's make it a wagon. Look, hot hatches kind of started in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and hot hatches were good. And honestly, like in the 70s, like the late 70s, there were a couple good hot hatches. This is not one of them. Um, just to give the viewer something to think about, this is a Mustang two, two door with back windows and a lift gate, and the the just creme de la creme that comes along with faux wood paneling on the side. It's horrendous, and it's black and white, and it's bad. Black and white can hide some things. It does not hide this one at all, at all. Like, look, it was supposed to go head-to-head, it looks like, with the Vega. But it all worked out because they scrapped the Mustang wagon idea, and Ford went with um, another horse name called the Pinto. Hmm. And I'm sure that went fine. I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty it sure it stuck right around for a while. Yeah. It's, it's, not, a, it's not like it burned out or anything. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that when it hit the floors, it was an explosive reception. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm probably going to go to bat for most of these. I think you're just a little. <laughs> I not think you're this just. One. <laughs> I think you're, oh, yeah. Shit. I think you're just a little gassed about the Pinto. No. I think we moved on. I think I, I'm trying to spark the conversation. Still there. going? Right. If you can't tell, guys, Dan has kids. <laughs> Dad jokes for days. Um, for days. Yeah. The, the wagon, though? Yeah. No. Do you say that you have a burning desire? Would you stop? <laughs> a flame that cannot be put out. How many more of these do you have? Don't ask that question. I think that's it. You just got to start ignoring them. They'll stop. I know, right? Um, I, look, Smoking hot. The Okay, one more. That was it. <laughs> smoking <I'm not>. hot. <laughs> nice. Um, 
the origins of the Mustang come from like kind of like Ford's stab at making like smaller, sportier cars modeled after European stuff, like things. And making the comparison to this of like the hot hatch, you can kind of see maybe what they were thinking about when they built this. However, it's a big swing and a miss. It's it's just it is awkward. It is entirely like it just defeats the purpose of what the Mustang is. And this one, like I said, I'm gonna make I'm gonna try and bat for Ford on most of these. This one I cannot. Mm. This one I'm a hundred percent with you. Stupid idea. Mm. Something that maybe something someone should have said it. Once in a board meeting, <laughs> got dirty looks from everyone, and then they realized fired. Yeah, and maybe left. Not. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, actually, we're gonna go through more because we're doing really well on time. Hang on. What? Hold, hold oh, the I'm sorry. Tim, hold Tim, the fuck up. My, my bad. Yeah, my bad. The designer in the room is going to defend it. Ready, go. I actually am. I love this car. The Are wagon. You, the wagon. Of course what? you do. Your okay. hippie beard with Here's your beanie would look great. In Here's that. the thing. It's an me. AMC Pacer from Ford. Here's the. Ah, uh, it's way better than Pacer. Pacer had the weird bubble shit. No. Um, so imagine this, right? So it's a two door car. Oh, I'm sorry. Not a Pacer. Gremlin. Yeah. That's Ooh. a Gremlin. Um, I'd rather have a Grammy. Because I'd have a it is, it is a, It's not a hatch. Or it's not a wagon. That's, a, that's bad naming, right? But they didn't have anything else to call it then. Because, like, the hatchback, that's yeah, a, a way newer term. Not really a thing. Yet. And it's technically not a hatch either because it's a bit longer. But it, it is great. I see this as as good as as how people feel about the El Camino. You know, right That's when you... That's how it, I no, feel. You, look, when there you is soap in there case. right now. You go wipe, wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> the El Camino is When you were making that case, gem. I started thinking about that. And I was like, actually, it kind of has similar lines to an El Camino. You go in your own bathroom and... I'm, I still don't like it. Okay. So here's here's where my head's at, though. Drop the motor package because that's never going to be good. Yeah. But imagine like a, a wide body like E30 kit on it. Big rims, a roof rack that extends longer than just the back quarter. I would drive that Mustang. <laughs> of course you would, man. Yeah. I. You know why? Because it's I, fucking I weird. Obviously, it is weird. It's not going to be goddamn wood paneled. Right, right, right. That's right. No, it's going to be faux wood paneling. That's so much worse. I'm saying whatever I would do with one of these. I know it doesn't technically exist. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. if I could do this, I absolutely would. Why not? I look because it's af- ugly. Tim. After you've gotten your hands on it, maybe. But I'm that's it's too much of a stretch for me, man. It's like, all right. But I I'm, see what I'm you mean. Though. It, man. I, I I I see what you're talking about a little bit. I disagree with you, but I see what you're saying. It, it could, it could here's, be here's, here's my point. It would be a 1976 Mustang shooting brake. Hmm. He's not wrong. Man, you're selling me on it, man. I'm yes. starting you, to come around a little Dan bit. Dan has nothing to fucking say about this. <laughs> you are entitled to your opinion, See, he's gonna keep even talking, if it's wrong. He's going to keep talking shit, but I mean, like, how cool would this look with, like, a modernized take on it? It would it would be wonderfully weird. It would be wonderfully weird. It That's would be where wonderfully I'm going weird. So like, had we done like a, a like you know, I pick a couple, but Dan picks a couple, Brian picks a couple of what we like. Doesn't seem like we're going to be doing that, and that's okay. This was going to be one of my likes. Yeah, I swear to God, because of what I, I it never existed. So 
the only things that I have to see are the shit in my mind and this fucking yeah. photo. This right. photo obviously sucks. Yeah, it's a terrible site. It's like, a profile, black and white. In 1967, like, had this released, it would have absolutely failed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, in down. my head, had that shit existed, I'd be like, nobody fucking wants them. So I guarantee I can Probably find one. Find one for cheap. Super cheap. Yeah. That's why that dude that's, that put a, a fucking voodoo in a um, Mustang 2 and all of the bodywork on it. I don't know if this car ever got finished, but all the bodywork on it looked like it had a body kit, but it was all metal. And a Mustang 2, which I actually like the way Mustang 2 looked, but I've never seen one this cool and with like a good power plant in it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's so. Uh, that's my piece on that one, guys. God damn it. <laughs> Anywho, you, you, you got me to open up a little bit on that one. I and still the reason, the re- still struggle, but yeah. the The reason why I wasn't interrupting you, Tim, is I really wanted you to say your piece on the last episode that you're going to be on. That's okay. <laughs> so look, I want to go back to one that I like slash over that don't like. A bitch. <laughs> All right. So, this one I'm conflicted on, and I do actually want y'all's opinion so I can make an um, educated decision. In 1980, Ford got in bed again, again. with McLaren. So, they powered it with a 2.3-liter four-banger. But that's not the interesting part. This would have been the first gasoline-powered engine to have a super snail turbo on it. So, it had 190 horsepower, which does not sound like a lot by today's standards. But in 1980, that's pretty good. And all things considered, that's more than what my... Mazda has, and back in the day, they didn't have nearly the safety equipment, so it would have been just as light, if not lighter. Um, so these are all good things. The bad things. It's a four-eyed fox body. With a wide body on it. Love it. Uh, the wide body is actually not bad. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. It's not terrible. Um, the the grill is kind of like off. <laughs> it's not there. And I mean, the yellow that they chose is very of the time. Um. But the hood looks... So the yellow they chose was the McLaren F1 cars color at the time. Oh, yeah, that would be why the McLaren... It's in the background of the photo, Mm -hmm. Dan. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. I'm up to speed now. But (laughs) my biggest problem is that hood. What the crap is that? (laughs) It's the 80s. People don't necessarily understand aerodynamics. Maybe, but, like, why why do it? It's like it's got a hood scoop. Like it, like but how, it doesn't have a hole. I do like how it comes pre pre installed hood pins. Yeah, I mean, hood latch. That, nah, that'll race car. Yeah, that'll save the rednecks in the nineties from having to do it themselves. So, all right, so, I need opinions because I love the power plant, and that's the most important part for me. 
Okay. Um, oh, there's 10 of them that were sold. Yeah. So uh, appar- apparently 10 of these made it into the world before they scrapped the project. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm confused because I was looking at the wrong picture because the way this article is formatted is kind of yeah, confusing. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, but it makes sense, the one with the McLaren race car in the back. And it says <laughs> McLaren on the side is the McLaren one. I thought it was the gray one yeah. underneath it. When yeah, you were like, I thought it for a second. When, no, we, I'm going to talk like about that one next. You said like four-eyed um, thing and like yellow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's it's silver. Yeah. Well, Anyways, we're getting to that one next. Don't um, you worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Look, like like I said, I I'm not the kind of person that goes to bat for the Fox body too often. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, it's definitely a product of the times. It's um, it's so eighties. It hurts. Yeah, and but it is. It is. This is this is kind of cool, man. I'm not gonna lie. I really like the interesting engine because here's the thing. Yeah, it's a 2.3 liter creating. 190 horsepower out of a 1980s and honestly probably a 1970s turbocharger. They didn't have ball bearing turbos. Hell, I don't even think they had cooled turbochargers at the time. I think it was oil cooled only. So there was no such thing as twin scroll. There was no such thing as tapered this and I won't get all nerd alert on you, but... They didn't have the tech that we have now. So, I mean, maybe that engine could do more? Probably. So, here's my take on that car, okay? So, the, the 79 to 82 third-gen Mustang, it's the Fox body. Yes. I do like Fox bodies. Um, I do, too. I prefer the, the single lens headlight ones. Mm-hmm. But what I prefer even more than that is the Fox Body Mercury Capri. Yes, I absolutely do too. And I feel like the Capri should have never happened. And instead, the Fox Body Mustang got this front end because it says Mustang to me more than it, the third gen ever did. Yeah, it absolutely is. But, um, but I, I love it. Honestly, I'd say, I'd say if we, we got that, I'd be absolutely into it. Sand, sans hood scoops because he's right that yeah, yeah the scoops are are weird but just i mean take it off and put on a which it probably would have happened that way honestly they probably it actually well i mean although wow. you give you give a designer fucking like credit to do what they're gonna do they're gonna do what they're gonna do so if you don't like it or you don't have anything to say about it yeah it's just gonna happen right exactly so but it's a, it's a weird one i don't know i I, I like the pairing though. I think it'd be like because again, it's not the first time. Might have actually was it the first time? I think it was the first time they got into bed with McLaren, wasn't it? And I think they actually GT did another. 40. Okay. They've done more than one of these though. I've seen one that is more traditional Fox body, so it may have come out after this. Maybe. But regardless, it's a it's a cool pairing. Uh, I think well, it's because a, directly after this, only five years later, McLaren got into bed with Buick, which was GM. Yeah. McLaren had, it's important to note that McLaren had a Detroit office in the 80s. So they were right down the street from GM and Ford. So, yeah, it's a, it's a decent one for one we technically never really got. So this one is an absolute hate, and I'm sure around the room it's going to be a hate. 
And it'll be the last one because I feel like we should leave on a high note. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got one. One that I, I don't like. Okay, go ahead. Before yours? Do you want to go? Mine is... I didn't, yeah, I know which one it is. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about one. Go ahead. Um, so, 1979 Mustang RSX. A homologation or attempt at a homologation rally car. Um, <laughs> it's not great looking. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, it looks like the futurism that people try to apply to certain things at a certain point in time that they're really unsure of what it could look like because they've only ever seen certain things. This I know is... there's a lot of words that don't seem to make sense, but I promise it does. Look, ready? It's what 1979 thought that 2020 would look like. Sure. Uh, that, that is what, I, what I'm getting at. Um, it looks like a tiny Starion, I, but ugly. I was going to say... The Starion's not a pretty car. From the front well, bumper no, back, not. it looks like a tiny DeLorean. It, there's that, too. It's got the little uh, like pilot window. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like this car, but I do like where they went. RS200. Mm, yeah. And so I get it. I get why they were looking to do it. They weren't ready. Yeah. And this is very clearly one of those that it's, you know what? Let's go back to the drawing board because out of this, the European Ford came out with the RS200. Yeah. And that was by every shred of account a better vehicle the end period so yeah that's the one i wanted to mention just because meh, nah yeah I, I mean like it's one of those things where if i stared at this long enough i i think i could probably like make it cool in my head yeah but don't hurt your brain i think it's just because it's because it's so weird it's that like weird weirdly wonderful thing that we were talking about with the wagon yeah. working again but i i yeah the the wagon gets me honestly just because like I love wagons. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm all, I am all up for a long roof, Tim. I am. Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. So, on this final note, I would like for y'all to think in your mind, what is the only thing worse that could happen to the Mustang other than becoming four-door? Yeah, Any I mean, guesses? I mean, I mean, I, I've you read, know. I've read the list, and yeah. and you're you're not wrong. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. In 1989, Ford was in bed with Mazda, so Mazda was in Japan selling Fords, and over here, Ford was selling Mazdas. So in the late 80s, they thought it would be a really good idea to make the Mustang. Front-wheel drive. <clears throat> I'll say that again. They decided in the late 80s that they were going to take a Mazda front-wheel drive platform, shove it into a car that looks like what the 80s thought a spaceship would look like, <laughs> and make it front-wheel drive. The Mustang being front-wheel drive. 
and the people in the apartment above us are bowling, apparently. It's ridiculous. Mm. So, um, yeah, front-wheel drive Mustang. I actually just have some... Ford has some just... Winning ideas? Uh, uh, winning ideas, batting a thousand. <laughs> I mean... I want to talk about the front-wheel drive. Do you know what that became? The Probe. It was the Probe. Yes, but it didn't have the Mustang name on it. It did. That's okay. Because they, you know, cooler heads. They were like, yeah, you know, we got a different idea for this. And but, honestly, I'm not mad at the probe. I'm really not. But I'm you're not right. Either. The Mazda power plant is in that. Right. And you know what I've been, I've been doing in my kind of, sh- you know, I'm online looking for crazy shit. All wheel drive probe. Why not? Just saying. You could. Probably have to do something crazy though, like swapping a different manufacturer. <laughs> Because I don't think, I couldn't think of any, like, current, because, like, Zeke Escape have all-wheel? Yeah, but it would never bolt up. Well, no shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'd have to replace what's in there. If you Just, say, just replace, only... replace what's in there with a... 4G63, yeah. 4G63 yeah, or already. a GSX. But if I do that, I would just buy a GSX. Yeah, at, at that <laughs> sure. point. Speaking of, uh, we've, we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. Like uh, like early 2000s, specking a car out. There was a GSX on Facebook Marketplace a week ago. Full insanity. Yeah. Like yeah. Hard top, slick top, no sunroof, which is super kind of rare. Yeah. Um, and then just like an absurd body kit on it, and I was like, yeah, it's a GSX, so like absolutely all-wheel drive. And I was like, man, that would fucking look cool, like. Not like that, but like that. <laughs> that would look cool if it didn't look like that. Literally any way else. No, so I mean, I would take that. I would again. I'm still on that. I'm still riding that high we had because, like, we had a good conversation about that. And it, mm. I would still take a car of that era, throw some wide wheels on it, so fitment was flush as it could be. Maybe even a little poke, a little aggressive. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I like a little poke. And I, I just I would do just in bed at night. It makes me feel good. I would do that. <laughs> Here you nice. Go. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy, but the probe was a decent car. I wouldn't say a great car. Um, I had a few friends that had them. I had a couple of buddies. Yeah, as well. And they were fine. They they looked yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. They to be fair, they to me looked a little bit better than Mustangs at the time. Yep. Yeah. And now. And now Mustangs and ever. now. Now. Hmm? You don't. What? Dude, what? From, what? hang on. We, we need to talk about the front-wheel drive because we've gone like completely off of this. Um, but until next yeah. time, I'm Dan I Nipple. just want to mention that it became the probe. <laughs> yeah. It did become the probe. Um, yes. Look, for, I am not the kind of person that is a purist when it comes to Mustangs. Um, I mean, we talked about the electric one makes yeah. 900 horsepower. I'm all for it. Do some crazy shit. I appreciate that Ford... Thinks about these kind of things. Agreed. But cooler heads prevail, and we don't actually get them. This one, though, makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Mm. Outside of everyone else was doing it. I think that's kind of the direction that they were leaning yeah. towards, is all manufacturers were killing their rear-wheel drive platforms. Yeah. I. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, again, hey. didn't happen, thank goodness. Yes. Hey, do you know who didn't have a front-wheel drive, you know, thought? Camaro. I'm going to find... And on that thought... I'm going to find 
I bet you. You know what they did do though? So much money. They fucking killed the Camaro for a little while. I was about to say it went like what? Which car has not gone away? Which car should have gone away? Yeah. Until gonna, next time, I'm, find I'm Dan Nichols. I'm Brian Sanchez. I'm Tim Wesley. Now get out my garage. Don't hit the rear end. Okay, that's it. That, that was the last one I had.